Headstrong Nation, what is up, people? Getting you back with another podcast. My God, am I on fire this week, sort of. You guys let me know by the end of this podcast. But real quick, before we get into this, let me give a shout out to the podcast sponsors, Cured Nutrition, Mega Fit Meals, and Impact. If you guys enjoy this podcast in any way, shape, or form, ordering from any of those companies and using code NK does support me directly and does support this podcast directly. If I had to give you guys a, a thing for cure, because I feel like it's going to be better if I actually give you guys a supplement instead of just saying to go check them out, try Zen by Cured Nutrition. If you want some, qual- I mean, literally knock your lights out, sleep, zero stress, best sleep you've ever gotten, pick up Zen. Pop three pills before bed, 20 minutes before bed. Let me know how you feel in the morning when you wake up well-rested, all right? Code NK, best supplement I've ever used. Actually, the supplement that made me sign my contract with them. Anyways, let's dive into the podcast. Today's podcast is, I posted on my Instagram story, so you guys are like, oh, it's the Peloton story. <laughs> it's the Peloton story. So for those of you who don't know, I recently purchased a Peloton, and I fucking love it. Not a Peloton ad. I love my Peloton. I'm an extremely competitive person. I love seeing the leaderboard. I love, I just love it. I hate it while I'm doing it and I love it when I'm done. It's so cool. So every, every I won the first couple of ones that I did. There weren't a crazy amount of people in my classes. I was just kind of getting the hang of it. And then I started doing the, the live classes with like, you know, 50, 70, 90,000 people in these classes. And like, I would always do okay. I, I think I'm a fairly fit guy in terms of cardio. I would do okay. I'd always be in like the, the top, you know, 10 to 15% of the things. And I would always just be baffled. I'm like, why the fuck? Why the fuck are these people beating me? For those of you who don't know, for Peloton, you have your cadence, which is how fast you pedal. And then you have your resistance, right? Which is how hard it is. And the instructor will set it through you for you for different periods. So say, okay, you know, cadence 80 to 100, which is like really fast pedaling. And they'll say resistance 35 to 45. So for me, I'm like, okay, if it's 80 to 100, I'm going to do 100. If it's 30 to 45, I'm going to do 45. I'm going to do the max out on all these. And I did this every time I'm on Peloton. I'm in these ranges. I'm in the top end of these ranges. And I'm still getting blown out of the water. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on like how are these people like are they starting like a couple seconds before me and like i just can never catch them what is it is there twelve thousand people that do that i'm I'm confused (laughs) and it was until this morning i've had my pot i've had my peloton for over a month now this morning i realized that you can go outside of the ranges and get more goddamn points so what i mean by that is if the instructor says 60 to 70 cadence, you can go to 90 cadence and you'll be doing more output than everybody staying in that range. If they say 20 to 30 resistance, you can do 60 resistance and you can blow these output points out of the water. And I said, mother fucker, let's do this. So I'm, I'm about five minutes into my ride when I realized this and I'm in like, uh, I'm in like the 20,000s, like low 20,000s. And there's 77,600 people on this on this ride, right? So I start pedaling. I'm like, let's fucking do this. She says, I use Lauren. Lauren's my bitch, man. Lauren's Lauren's a ba- I'm sorry, not Lauren. Kendall. Kendall is my favorite instructor. She's badass. Uh, but Kendall's saying, all right, you know, resistance 30 to 45. I'm like, no, bitch, I'm doing 70. You know, and I'm just, I'm just 
killing it. And I work my way down and I'm in seven, I'm in the seven thousands. I'm like, okay, you know what? If I can get into the six thousands, if I can just if I can just push a little bit harder and get myself to the six thousands, I'm cool and I'm gonna try to maintain the six thousands for the whole ride. So guess what I did? I I started pedaling harder, I'm out of breath, I'm huffing and puffing, my lungs are burning, my legs are burning, and I get about 6,400 area, right? I want to give myself a buffer zone. But what happened when I got to this area, this is like, you know, this is higher than the top 10%, right? I'm I'm in the 6,000s out of 77,600 people. What happened was... I'm I'm having to pedal that that when I was like oh I'm gonna do a little bit harder to get there I couldn't back off that for a second if I backed off that intensity level for two seconds if I did <gasps> to catch my breath I was down five spots <clears throat> I'm like holy shit these people at this level are fucking grinding and I'm like okay I can't stop I just have to keep going I said okay I'm just gonna keep trying keep trying I look up I'm in the five thousands. I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to just maintain the 5,000s. Jesus Christ, 5,000 and up, superhumans. I swear to God, super fucking human, Lance Armstrong times 5,000 is going on right there. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, And so what happens is I I continue to push because I'm like, damn, I can't let up whatsoever. And then I end up getting into the 4,000s. And then fast forward, and I end up finishing this race 3,452, I think. I got got 3,452 out of 77,600 people. Obviously, some of you guys are like, who fucking cares? But to me, that was the best ride I ever did. I hit PRs. I broke all my records. I fucking died. I burned like 500 calories in 30 minutes. Like I was roasted. But it brought up this, the whole time I'm doing it, I'm thinking of this analogy and I'm like, damn it, I got a podcast that is fantastic. And what happened here was for months, I was so stuck in the thought process of staying in the range that Peloton sets for you. And I couldn't understand why I wasn't winning because I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is where they're telling me to be. And I stayed there. And all I did was bitch from the sidelines of why I wasn't getting any better. It wasn't until I shifted myself from where I thought I was supposed to be to what I could actually do, right? Here's what I'm, what I'm supposed to do, but here's what I can actually do. And when I shifted into what I could actually do, I started propelling forward significantly faster. You guys listen to my last podcast. I said, give me the top 5 to 10% anywhere, and that's where the competition is. Boy, was I in the fucking craziest competition I had ever been in on a bike earlier this morning on my Peloton in Houston, Texas. <laughs> but the, the thought process, or I guess the analogy here was, when I broke out of the rules... Right or the perceived rules, the perceived guidelines that I had to stay in, that's when I started making the most progress. I started going, well, this is where this is what it's supposed to do, but I can do more than that, so I might as well just do it. I was doing the bare minimum, and I had no fucking idea. And how many of us, how many of you go through your life doing the bare minimum, and you don't even realize that you're just doing the bare minimum? But then you look at all these other people who are ahead of you and you go, I don't get it. 
See, because here's something that I learned. And I've, I've talked about this before, but I just reiterated it in my brain during this Peloton session was when you want to level up, when you want to get to that higher level of competition, you have to work harder to get to that level of competition. Like you have to, you have to push harder than you've ever pushed. And in this case, my legs were burning. My lungs were burning. And guess what? The second I got to where I wanted to be, I had no choice but to keep that intensity the entire time to maintain it up there. That workload, that output had to stay exactly the same or I would digress backwards. I would fall backwards. I would lose progress. And then guess what happened? So I had to maintain this new level of effort just to play with these dogs. If I wanted to get further, I had to put even more effort in to get to that 3,000 range. And then guess what? When I was in the 3,000 range, I had to do all the maintenance work I was doing at the four and the 5,000 range plus the additional maintenance work needed for it to stay in the 3,000 range. So my workload had probably increased, I would say I was probably doing 10 times the amount of work that I was doing near the end of this Peloton session easily, easily. My legs were shaking. I was, you know, gasping for air trying. I'm like, just just pass out afterwards, you know, pass out after. You're almost done. And when we're going through life, whether this be business, I mean, most of this is business, right? Business, money. Money's huge. Anybody who says otherwise is wrong. It's not about the money, but money's huge, right? You know, you guys know my standpoint on this. Being significant for people is way better, but money follows. We need money to survive. I'm not going to say we don't. But when we're in business and we start reaching ahead and we start we start seeing other people getting ahead of us and we're like, dude, what the fuck? It's because they're doing more than you. And it's really just that simple. They didn't get a lucky break. Well, you know, we some of them have, but majority of these people, they didn't get a lucky break. They're not getting, you know, more opportunities than you. They're just doing more output than you. And it's not that you can't do that output. It's that you've created an illusion where you're just playing inside of the the designated range for you to stay in. And you don't even realize it. And hell, maybe this is that wake-up call for you, for you to st- take a step back and analyze, you know, analyze your life and go, holy fucking shit. I, I have been just doing the bare minimum to get by. I have been just waking up, doing the same thing, going to bed. And like, I'm not doing anything extra to get me ahead in life because I've convinced myself I don't have time to do it. That used to be me. I used to wake up, go to my gym, train my clients, go to the gym, come home, go to sleep. I didn't have time for anything else. Well, guess what? I stayed stagnant. I was doing the bare minimum. I wasn't happy. I wasn't fulfilled. I was just making money. No fulfillment, no growth. I was just making money. But the second I decided to reach further than what I thought society had for me or where I thought that range was supposed to be in, right? I thought oh, I was just going to be a gym owner my whole life, right? That's what I want. That's what I thought. I made my gym. Um, I'm successful. I'm doing great. I mean, this is my life for the rest of my life. I'll do this for the next 50 years. Dude, I don't, I don't think I could have lasted another year in there. Now that, I, now that I'm out of the gym thing, I don't think I could have lasted. But I convinced myself I could have because that's the range that I had made for myself. But man, was that range easy. It was easy. I was, I was autopilot for that range. It took no entrepreneur skill, no thought, no, no work ethic. But the second I decided 
that go outside of that range. The second I decided to do more, to take on more work, just because I was capable of doing so. Not because I wanted to, because I knew I was capable of doing so. Shit got hard. And I mean really hard. I I moved out. I closed my gym, moved downtown, much more expensive apartment, making way less money, which meant I just had more output to live essentially the same life, just in a better location. But that was what I needed to spark. And I've learned this lesson so many times because I mean, I was what, 20, I was 21 when I first learned the lesson. Then I was 23, then I was 24, right? And as a guy, we're just idiots. We're just idiots. So it takes a long time for people to learn lessons sometimes. But the more I've gone through my life, the more I've realized most people work and work and work until they get to that that end goal. Right? Is that goal? Is that five year plan? Right? I've got my five year plan. But you know why I don't like five year plans? Because when we have set plans, we eliminate opportunities and possibilities. Because if it doesn't align with our plan, we just don't, we don't recognize it, you know? So that's important. Everybody asks me, you have a five-year plan, 10-year plan? No, not really. I just, I'm just trying to maintain my current level that I'm at. That's a lot of fucking work. And the second I see an opportunity for me to get to that next level, I will fight, scratch, and claw my way up there. I will Pedal on my Peloton on 80 fucking resistance if I get if I get ahead a little bit more. And then guess what I'm going to do when I get there? I'm going to maintain that output from here on out. Otherwise, I lose it all. There are no end goals. There aren't. There's just more work. <laughs> and we have to realize that. That's that's. There's power in coming to the realization that you always have to be grinding to stay ahead. There's so much power in that. So if we can embrace that, if we can lean into that, that's when shit happens. So this, yes, this all stemmed from my Peloton session earlier this morning, but it makes sense. So are you staying in your range that's assigned for you, right? That play it safe range that, hey, here's, here's where we're going to stay to get an okay result, or are you going to do what you're actually capable to do, which is far more than any range anybody can set for you? I can give you the question. Only you can give you the answer. <laughs>